1: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
2: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
1: Learn more at meta.com/slash/metaverseimpact.
3: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury: the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Hello and welcome. It's our
4: number two, hour two of our radio show, and we've got a trade. Yo, we got a trade. Kansas City acquiring Kadarius Toney from the New York Giants. That was a first-round pick in 2021. So who won the Kadarius Toney trade between the Giants and the Chiefs? And what does this trade tell us about the Chiefs and Giants mindset? And does – Kadarius Tony fill the void left by Tyreek Kill's departure in the Heartland. We'll talk about that and more right now in our number two on a shopping spree. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Mather show as we are in the air everywhere, shoulder to shoulder as we are as cheap, As chips, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and impressively powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from control as we are in cruise control all night long. Hanging out here. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched. Selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And Here we are back at it again this hour. Our lead coming from the heartland. We can continue the conversation about the, the game that was played on Thursday night as the Ravens come back and beat the Bucks. But there's another story that caught my attention out of Kansas City. As the Chiefs cranking up the transaction wire, the high-speed transaction wires from one of my old mentors told me years ago, Lee Hamilton, Hacksaw in San Diego. Have you, have you heard the news? Have you been paying attention here? Uh, maybe not. This is not a, a trade that gets you know, a lot of wow factor to it, not a big wow trade. But it is a trade. We love trades. And so we have learned the Chiefs have acquired wide receiver Kadarius Toney from the G-I-A-N-T-S Giants, 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 for a third-round pick and a 2023 sixth-round pick. A compensatory pick in the third round and a sixth-round pick next year. So Tony, who was drafted in the first round by the Giants in 2021 and has not played much at all this year. It's been a non-factor. The Giants have won a bunch of games. They're one of the top teams early in the season. Well, not, really not early anymore, middle of the season. The Giants have been able to maintain that lofty status. They have a game with the Seahawks this weekend, but they have decided they no longer need the services of Kadarius Toney, so he has been repackaged to Kansas City. So let's discuss the question. And it's very simple here: is who won. The Kadarius-Tony trade from the Giants to the Chiefs for some draft picks. On the Maller report card, the Maller report card, the Chiefs get a B. The Giants get an F. That's a, that's an F right there. And uh, and then for the Chiefs, a a B. I've got Malfeasance, Confessional, and Father Flanagan. And we'll lock all of these things together, and we're going to make Some of the greatest food I've ever had. Kansas City Barbecue is what we're going to make. All right, so number one. Number one. Number one. Let's start with the Giants. The better stories in the losing locker room. They get an F on the Mallard Report card because what they have done here is a low-level magic trick, like street magic, and they have wasted – A draft pick. They've wasted a draft pick. Now, you can say it was the old regime. It's their fault because the Giants have changed coaches and changed general managers. But the facts are the facts. And the Giants drafted Kadarius Toney with the 20th overall pick in the first round out of Florida. And these first-round picks are the holy grail of the NFL. You tell me that every year. I do a monologue every year disparaging the draft. And I've got a parade of geniuses that tell me that I'm a donkey because I don't appreciate the NFL draft and these guys are all going to be great and these first-round picks are uh, worth their weight in gold. And I'm on Team F-Them picks. I'm on Team F-Them picks. And Kadarius Toney validates that position. Now, maybe he will turn out to be a good player. He is not a good player right now, but we are told every year that the players drafted in the first round. These are building blocks. Woo! So the Giants have now, the magic trick works this way. So they did abracadabra, hocus pocus, and presto! So they turned the 20th overall pick in the 2021 draft into a third-round pick and a sixth-round pick after only 12 games and 41 catches. Now, that appears to be a flawed business model. The term is malfeasance. Malfeasance would be the term. But but then again, what do I know? I'm just the guy that hosts the overnight radio show around here. Maybe I, I'm completely wrong. But the, the Chiefs, now they get a B, even though this is a ball player that hasn't established himself in the NFL. I can't give them a higher grade than a B because of all the hype around Tony. He has not been able to get his legs underneath him. There have been some flashes when he played last year. But this season, he has been a non-factor, and the phantom of the opera, or in this case, the phantom of the injury, has popped up. Now, page two. What does this transaction tell you about the mindset of the Chiefs and the Giants? Now, I enjoy trades for many reasons. I love the trades because I believe they are truth serum, is what they are. You don't trade for a player or unload a player without either liking the player or not liking the player. It tells a story. And the story around this particular trade, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. It's a trip to the confessional to spill your guts out. Andy Reid is saying the following from Kansas City. He's saying in the confessional, Oh, Father, I have sinned. We chose not to pay Tyreek Hill. And while our offense is still pretty good, we are lacking the wow factor. This is the wow factor. So we, we talked about this in the third degree the other day. Coop asked me, said, uh, I think it was Robert Griffin, said the offense is better now in Kansas City than it was when they had Tyreek Hill. And what Andy Reid is announcing right now in the confessional booth is that's not true. That's a lie. That Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez-Scantling are fine NFL players, but the Chiefs have a need. They have a need for speed, and this is this is considered an upgrade in that department. It's a big-time speed burner, and with the big if, if this guy can actually stay healthy, can actually play on a regular basis at the NFL level. And from the Giants' side of things, they get the old F on the Mallory Report card because it is a dead giveaway. It's a dead giveaway that Kadarius Toney did not buy into the stylings. Of Brian Dable, the new beloved coach of the Giants. And so the Giants, they hit the eject button. ASAP. Now the streets are talking, and here's what we're hearing out of Gotham. What is the spin coming out of Big Blue? Well, here's the spin. You you can't trade a guy you draft in the first round a year later without disparaging the player. You have to do it. Character assassination. So what are the Giants doing? The the Giants, through their media surrogates, their puppets in the media, are painting the picture that Tony, Kadarius Tony, was unhappy, that he was a malingering malcontent. He got off to a bad start. He skipped the first day of voluntary OTAs. That left a bad taste in the mouth of Brian Dable and the new guard, the, the new regime with the Giants. And Tony has been inactive since week three with an alleged, I say that in air quotes, hamstring injury. However, it is believed that he was milking the injury, that it was a fake injury, that it it was a minor situation, that he was actually sitting in the doghouse and sulking. Is it true that that happened? Now, what's the evidence? It appears that the injury was being embellished because right after the trade, Kadarius indicated in a since-deleted social media post that he's no longer dealing with the bad hammy, so there's no more whammy on his hammy. And that had supposedly sidelined him recently. So that either means the injury was fine and he was just a bad attitude guy or the moment he got traded from the Giants to the Chiefs, he went bada bing, bada boom. I'm healthy now. That sounds to me like an admission that he was not actually all that injured and he just did not did not fit into the the mantra of the Giants and, and didn't want to practice and all that. But he barely saw the field the, the last two games uh, that he played. He, he caught just three passes for two yards this season, and he rushed twice for 23 yards. So hasn't done anything this calendar year in the NFL. Final point. So does Ladarius Toney, uh, Kadarius Tony, rather, does he fill the void left by Tyreek Hill's departure in Kansas City? And it's, it's a great science experiment. It's going to be interesting to see. The Chiefs don't play this weekend. Kadarius has a chance to learn a few plays. Not that the playbook's that complex, but uh, Kadarius will be able to learn the plays. And the reason it's a science experiment, Andy Reid has always loved these kind of guys. And it's not quite up to the level of Michael Vick or some other uh, player that he's brought in that's got other issues off the field. But Andy Reid is a big Father Flanagan guy. He likes to take a player that is damaged, that the stock is down on, and it's become a penny stock, and then nurse them back so they blossom. And Tony has the skill set that's just what the doctor ordered or the head coach ordered there in Kansas City. Because without Tyreek Hill, they've been lacking that big trunk play the Chiefs have. And going from Daniel Jones to Patrick Mahomey, as your quarterback, it's kind of like moving from a studio apartment on the wrong side of the tracks in East St. Louis to a beachfront mansion in Maui. Uh, Aloha. Uh, Tony has the kind of talent that makes the scouting world Papa Woody. They salivate over guys like this, a speed racer. Not a track and field guy, but should be, right? 4.3 speed, led all wide receivers last season in juke rate. I didn't even know they had a stat for that. Uh, electric, uh, runnings, playmaker, all the the nonsense, yakety-yak, big yak guy, big yak guy, yards after the catch. And so the scouting report would lead you to believe this guy is the second coming of uh, whoever your favorite receiver is of all time, whether you're old and you like Jerry Rice or you like Randy Moss or whoever it might be, that this guy's just amazing, that he's elusive in the open field and he breaks tackles. He's a big play guy. But the the red flag, and it's appropriate. He's going to Kansas City with the color red because the red flag coming out of the swamp with the Gators, Racist. durability, durability, right? Durability, and he's I don't know if he's embellishing these injuries or not. It certainly appears that the the recent hamstring injury uh, was not really all that big a deal, considering his comments on social media. But the question is, can he hold up to the rigors of the NFL? And now he's going to get an opportunity to be that speed merchant. In Kansas City, as the Chiefs, it's an arms race. They're trying to keep up with Buffalo. Buffalo's about to trade for a running back. They got to get a running back. And so everyone's making that, that last-minute push before the trade deadline, which is coming up here, to fine-tune, manipulate their rosters. All right, here's the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to manipulate the phone and give us a buzz, you can do that at 877-99 on Fox. That's 877 877- Nine nine six six three six nine. Also on Twitter at Ben Maller, and we may read your comments on the air. Follow me on Twitter; it'll change your life in amazing ways. Unless it does not, uh, you can also follow me in all the social networks, the big social networks. I'm not on TikTok, but I am on Instagram. Ben Maller on Fox, the Facebook show page, Ben Maller Show. If you want to look at some photos, we had a big Halloween party at the Maller Mansion over in the North Woods, and there were some photos on. Facebook and Instagram, you can check those out. You can see Eddie Garcia dressed up as a Bad News Bear. I had my Halloween costume on, and it was a rollicking good time. So check those photos out. Instagram, Ben Maller on Fox, the Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. Ben Maller Show, and you can be part of the fun in that that realm. So the World Series is getting started tonight, believe it or not. Friday night, a little baseball for you. And with that as the backdrop, the big story in baseball following the World Series, what's going to happen to Aaron Judge? The lumberjack slugger, the Yankees, the AL home run king, is a free agent. He's a free agent. And is it true that Aaron Judge has given a clue to his mindset entering free agency? Is there a clue on where Aaron Judge is planning on going or not planning on going We'll give you our information, and we will decide. We'll get to that, and we will do it
3: next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
7: Let's go places.
8: Pay attention, Maller Militia. The Ben Maller Show needs your help. Join the Audio Commonwealth and follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones, but he is more than just the call screener. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop-de-loop Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. And even though he wasn't here last week, I introduced him and said he was going to do the Coop Scoop on entertainment. That was quite the faux pas on my part. But he's here now, and he will do the Coop Scoop on entertainment in the final hour of this show, I think. You and sure about that? I don't, don't really don't know. And now okay. live from the Tyrac.com
4: Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We might get the Coop travel log. You never know. He might do that. J.D. in Casey writes in, we smoked out J.D. We did this Maller monologue about the Chiefs-Giants trade for Kadarius Tony. J.D. says, I'll give you an A-plus on the monologue, Benjamin, but the talking heads have to, uh, have something to spit out of their blank. Uh, J.D., if you think I could say the word you put in your message, uh, you are dazed and confused. He says, we don't miss Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill misses us, J.D. says. You know we love the Speedsters, Super Bowl-bound Billies. A chief until the casket drops, J.D., in Casey, listen. With all due respect, J.D., this is a sign that Andy Reid is telling the world we need speed. We miss Tyreek Hill. That's what he's saying. There's no other reason to trade for this guy. What he, what he provides, his repertoire, right? His repertoire is, is speed, and and that's what he brings. Uh, what else? We have Alfie Alien Opiner from Springfield, Mass., home of. Muffet McGraw in the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame there, and Alf says a minus on the Maller monologue for your subtle cheap shot at St. Louis. Well, that was a sh- cheap shot at East St. Louis, which is a noted uh, destination, which is kind of a tough part of the, the United States. Shane in Des Moines writes in, he says, Ben, I feel we missed the boat not having a Fats versus Mister Irrigation Octagon to defend the Phillies and the Astros, respectively. Bad job by us. That would have been great radio, but Fats doesn't really call the show anymore, and Mr. Irrigation only calls occasionally. But I fully endorse a Fats versus Mr. Irrigation, uh, a, a battle royale to make the argument for the Phillies and the Astros. I'm all for it. And we can do it. You figure the World Series is not going to be decided. I think the Phillies will take one of the first two games. So it'll be likely 1-1 going into Philadelphia. So by, by the time we get back behind the mics, the World Series is not going to be decided. So we could still do that if Fats and Mr. Irrigation would like to take part. Uh, that is the, the reality of the situation. Uh, what else do we have? Page down, uh, page down. Uh, Philexis, America's favorite drag queen caller, writes in off topic as always says hey Ben, what's your favorite monster? Mine is the vampire because they sure know how to uh, enjoy the blood there. Uh, that's one thing the drag queens know uh, sucking blood. Uh, there he, uh, it's a that's drag queen humor from Felexis, America's favorite drag queen caller to the radio show. Let's take a caller to his a call call-in show. the lines open for business here at 877. 877- 99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. Next hour, we have Lame Jokes of the Week. Let's go to Evan, who's in New York, and Evan is up next on Fox Sports Radio, the Ben Mather Show. Hello, Evan. Hey, Ben. Hello. Hello? Hello! Hey, man.
9: Hey, I heard you threw a a great Halloween party this year and uh, heard you went as Bob Ross. Uh, with that being said, do you think that you could paint a better picture for the city of Philadelphia with them going to the series
6: and the Eagles being
4: 6-0? Well, it's perfect because the Sixers suck, and I don't think the Flyers are doing that well, so it's it's like half and half there. But, hey, I'm pulling for the Phillies. Everyone I know is a Phillies fan. For the next 10 days or so, we're all pulling for the Phillies. So. I agree with that. Yeah, you can't have the A-holes win, and they shouldn't even be allowed to be in the World Series. It's a cl- clear mistake by the people that run baseball. The leadership in baseball is broken. And so every time Kyle Schwarber's up or Bryce Harper or Reese Hoskins, we're there. We are pulling for the yeah, fight and
2: have, No, 100%. Absolutely. Now, with that being said, do you think, like,
9: with all the hype around Kyle Schwarber being the, um, you know, the NL leader in home
7: runs and then Bryce Harper having that one swing of the at-bat, do you think the hype is worth it or no?
4: Well, no. I the Phillies deserve to be in the World Series. They played great in the playoffs, unlike the Dodgers and the Yankees and some of these other teams that had great regular – the Braves, they've actually produced. They've, they've come up with big hits and clutch hits. And these other the, teams that won all those games, the they are doing did not. what the
5: Braves did last year. That's what they're doing.
4: Yeah, it's similar. I mean, it's, similar. It, it, we, see, yep. we see this a lot in baseball, where the team that's not that good during the regular season, they're good for a month, and that's the crazy thing. You don't have to be great for more than a month, and you can win the whole World Series. Yeah, World
8: you World know, League. look at look at the Nationals uh, three years ago.
4: That's another one. Another the one. Nationals yeah, exactly. were not great, and they uh, won the World Series. They they got clutch hits in the playoffs and all that, and. That my goal, my goal is, team is to team have every – I, t- I want to see teams. every team in the National League East, Evan, beat yeah. the A-holes in the World Series. So but we've got the Nationals have done it. The, the Braves have done it. The Phillies are about to do it. So that leaves the Mets and the Marlins. They're next. Uh,
6: the, the, Mets, the, the Mets
9: are on their way, man. The Mets are on their
4: way. Eh, I don't know. Be careful, man. You got a lot of big stars there. It's like one, no, you got big names. Those big names got to get done. They got to get done in the playoffs. And I, the Dodgers have great regular season teams every year, but they don't very rare, They very rarely get it done in the playoffs. That's the problem.
9: Yeah, you know, the Dodgers win 110 games a year, but they still got Kershaw pitching in October. So,
4: well, the problem is not Kershaw pitching. It's Max Muncie hitting, or and the other guy sitting. That's the problem. And Dave uh, Roberts, yeah, yeah. It does, the starting I'm, pitching does not matter because it, you, know, you get all excited to see the starting pitchers. They come out after five innings. They come out of 60 70 pitches, they're out of the game. It's absurd, yeah. Evan. It's what you what's the point? You you're telling me you can't go a little bit further in the playoffs? That that's gonna screw the entire the entire thing up if you if you give me 110 pitches, that that's the end of time? Come on. Yeah,
7: no, I agree with that. But hey, it's
4: baseball, baby. Yeah. I know. All right, thank you, Evan. Go, Phillies. Everyone eat cheesesteak this weekend. Everyone
3: eat a tasty cake and go Phils, go. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
8: And uh, news involving Coop's Denver Broncos GM George Patton.
7: Is that his name? George Payton.
8: Patton? Payton. 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 Okay. Looks like Patton, but it's Payton. I was going to say the general. Uh, George pa- uh, Patton. Payton. Payton, sorry. Uh, spoke <laughs> to reporters and said that uh, he has no regrets on the Who? investment of quarterback Russell Wilson and that he supports head coach Nathaniel Hackett 100%. Yeah, he's lying.
4: Payton. He, he has to say that. Payton has to say that. Nathaniel Hackett could not coach his way out of a wet paper bag, and he should be fired. They should have fired him after the first game You're of the fired. season. They will end up oh, firing him. That would have been him. something. Yeah, who cares? The guy can't coach. It's like you gotta—you realize the guy can't get it done. What are you gonna keep sending him out there? He's gonna figure it out. It's not like the Broncos have gotten any better. They're a poorly coached team. He doesn't know what he's doing. They—they they had to hire somebody to. You know, was it game two or game three? They brought somebody else in to keep track of the clock and all that. It's a hot mess in Denver. You got Russell Wilson, who's high stepping on the plane when they fly to London. He's better at TikTok videos than he is throwing the football right now. So, <laughs> can, can we can we talk about this for just a second? I <laughs> yes, Kuba Loop,
9: Bronco fan, Denver Bronco fan, Justin. Cooper. Look, I just I feel like the whole the the, the high knees or whatever thing. Being blown way out of proportion. Nah, that's Com- a bad take by you. You're no, probably. it's not. I think if Co- he was a
3: Raider or a Charger, or a Chief, you'll be you have you'd have a different. Uh, I know.
9: Compared to all of the stuff that Russell Wilson has done, this is like a nothing burger. It is not even in the top twenty of the corniest, like cringiest Coop. things Coop. that he's you just, done. You were
4: just on a plane last week, Coop. Right, and Did you do high you, knees, Coop. Four, four hours, he said. He He's obviously <laughs> embellishing, you would think, but four hours walking up and down the aisle doing high knees at 35,000 feet. What are you doing? Okay, A, he's definitely uh, exaggerating.
9: Uh, B... Maybe, maybe. B, he's a $264 million quarterback that has an injury. He's rehabbing and trying to get himself ready for the game. What is wrong with that?
4: You I, know what, Coop? After this rant, I'm, I hope Nathaniel Hackett gets an extension. <laughs> I hope he continues on as the Bronco coach. It's a, a 10 extension. It's not bad a bad take. Coop. It I'm is. Just,
8: this is so lame. you got to go I'm not saying it's not lame. I'm saying with it's high being knees blown there, out like, of On proportion. the plane, Roberto. He's on the plane. Yeah.
4: The plane, boss. The plane. It's a twelve-hour flight. Well, like it, it's an eight-hour flight, and it's stupid. It's dumb. It's unnecessary. It's a. It's a hardo move by Russell Wilson, is what it is. It's a hardo move. And then Nobody likes to tell hard everybody, everybody about it. God. Exactly. Look,
9: exactly. I'm not arguing that he's. <laughs> He's just unbearable. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I'm just saying this particular thing is like what makes the front page of Yahoo. Like, Yes, because it's so absurd. Everyone's like, what?
4: everyone hates the a-hole. He's the a-hole guy. You said Everyone's, it yourself
9: during the monologue that it's not that? even in his top five like most absurd moments. Well, that's
4: because he's, Russ has done so many ridiculous things. That's my that's point. point. That's I understand, but it's still, it doesn't mean it's not in the top ten. It doesn't mean it's not in the top ten.
9: I'm just saying it's getting way too much coverage for what it is.
4: I disagree. I, I disagree. We've all, <laughs> everyone's been on a flight. We've all, you know, it, flying is a nightmare. You've got people that have terrible body odor. You've got the people that try to squeeze their bag in the overhead compartment that it, you know it, it doesn't fit and they keep trying to I'm push sure it in. I'm sure it's a handy.
9: much different experience for those guys.
4: People that bring smelly well it is obviously on a on a chartered flight but but it, that's not the point. The aisles, the aisle. It's not like they have wider aisles on a chartered flight. They use the same planes that commercial flights use, most of these teams do. And it's a small space and, and people are trying to sleep and you're walking by and he's a schmuck. Anyway. All right. Uh we'll take some calls. Uh, by the way, the Aaron Judge story, let me get that to you right now. So, Aaron Judge, has he given us a clue on his mindset? According to internet investigators, Aaron Judge has, wait for it, wait for it, unfollowed the New York Yankees. Aaron Judge has unfollowed wow. the New York Yankees on both Twitter and Instagram. He gone. Aaron Judge in Dodger Blue. Who says no, Roberto? he gone. Nah, he's going to sign with the Giants. All right, well, whatever. He can go to the Giants. But Aaron Judge, that's a sign. That is a sign from the microblogging world that Aaron Judge is eyeing an exit.
3: Angry Bill's going to cry right now. From the Bronx.
4: So take that that in your (laughs) pooper and pop it. (laughs) Yeah. That is disrespectful by Aaron Judge. How could you unfollow the New York Yankees? What's wrong with you, man? All right, uh, let's go to the phone. And eeny, meeny, miny, mo, let's say hello to Sir Scratchoff, who's next. Hello, Sir Scratchoff. In Arkansas.
5: <laughs> Just a second. Here I am. Here I am. Yeah. Ben. A,
4: yeah, what? what?
5: Here I am, buddy. I had to back in my truck here. Hey, right, man, I'm going to tell you something about Aaron Judge. He ain't going to go to Dodgers because Dodgers can't win a World Series unless they got a COVID going on, man. You never
4: know. There could be another global pandemic right around the corner. We can all hope for.
5: Man, you don't know, man. You don't know. I want to tell you something right now. That daggum old uh, Russell Wilson, he reminds me of Sam Bradford. I think Sam Bradford could do a better job. He could drink enough water to make him win once in a while. See, I, I
4: in my head, Sir Scratchoff. I imagine that you have. Do you fly a lot? Have you been on a lot of flights over the years? Probably not, right? You don't fly that much. But
5: well, I flew back from New York a few years ago, and I ain't been back. I got a buddy; he's got a plane now. He's been trying to get on, get on there with him and take off. We've been talking about going on a trip, but besides that, no, I don't no, go but very I could, much.
4: I could see you being an uncomfortable flyer. I could see you being an awkward flyer.
5: No, no. I uh, last time I got on there. Matter of fact, I. I bought a few of their Jim Bean bottles, them little small ones, and I took a few with me off the plane. And I tell you what, I enjoyed it. I, one thing I didn't like about it, they uh, had a layover in Chicago, and I had to sit there at Chicago Airport for a few hours. But I met a few wrestling guys coming in there. Yeah,
4: yeah, you're like they very you're a very personable guy, right? Like you 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 want to strike up a conversation with everybody, right? You sit on a plane next to somebody you don't really know them that well. And you want to quiz them? You want to ask them questions? You want to tell them about yourself? Right? That's who you are, Sir Scratch.
5: Oh, I just like people, man. I yeah. uh, that's why I listen to the station because y'all got some cool callers. I uh, I miss one of your callers. Uh, I, I wish you'd call back in. You got another one on leave right now, with Justin Cincinnati. I like all your callers. You got one. I tell you what, I uh, I have turned radio down when she comes on because I never know when she's gonna fly around the moon and what she's gonna be doing. But that Andrea, man, I uh, I call her Black Widow. But besides <laughs> Black that, Widow. I.
4: Who right. do well, who do you, this, who you, do you, put put you want talks. who do you want to call that hasn't called? In a while. Uh, real
5: talk, I like old real talk. But since he's been gone, I put old uh, uh, weed man hippie first place in my in my categories. I like old weed man hippie. a you know, funny well, old joke. Real has. talk,
4: real talk was uh, banned banned for six months and never came back. He he uh, left the show. He's been gone almost two years now. The two year anniversary is coming up in January.
5: And I tell you another one I miss for sure. I didn't like him for a while, but I got used to him and I I, I miss him. And I hope everybody's going good with this new new child, old Charlie.
7: Oh
4: yeah, Charlie completely vanished off the show. Charlie just Charlie thought a lot
5: out. of you too. He uh he said, I, I see some, I don't know if that was the right Charlie or not, but my nephew has moved to Texas. And I said, You need to go in there at one of them uh, motels and see if you can meet this guy that I know down there. I hear him on the radio, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I was gonna tell you something. Um oh, Hey, guess who's going to play in the World Series? And I'm going to bet with you right now that the Astros are going to take it six games. I heard old Federal talking on Jason. You are supporting the – che- are you supporting the cheaters? No, I'm not really, being, but I'm going to No, are you right supporting now.
4: the cheaters? Yes or no?
5: Well, I'm, a, I'm going to go for them. All right, blow them up, Roberto. Blow them up. Blow them up. Blow them up.
4: I can't allow that kind of bull crap on the radio. How dare you? How, I thought we were friends. Sir off. I thought we had a connection. Don't call back. How dare you? That is a low blow. That is a low blow. We have Mallard to the third degree. Mallard to the third degree. That is coming up here momentarily. Momentarily. Here's the Insta trivia. So coming up on Monday Night Football, Joe Burrow can join blank as the only players ever with at least three touchdown passes and a rushing touchdown in three consecutive games. Again, uh, Joe Burrow coming up Monday night uh, can join. Blank is the only players ever to have at least three touchdown passes and a rushing touchdown touchdown in three consecutive games. This part of the show made possible by Discover Card. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. One more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. We'll answer the Insta trivia, and we'll have Mallard to the third degree. We'll get to it all. We'll do it next.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
8: We provide over 70,000 seconds of unique content per week on The Ben Maller Show, 14,400 seconds each night. That is a lot to digest. Now you don't have to miss a moment. Thanks to podcasting. Go back and eavesdrop on those classic zany episodes at your convenience. Help The Ben Maller Show podcast skyrocket up the charts. It's available for free on iHeart and wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe and aggravate the corporate muckety mucks. And now live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio
4: Studios, it's Ben Maller. And time now for the Insta Trivia. This Monday night, Joe Burrow can join Blank as the only players ever to have at least three touchdown passes and a rushing touchdown in three consecutive games. That is the question, and what is the answer? Let's see. Does anyone know the answer? We'll go page down, page down, page down. Frank the Tank, guessed by Militia. Twitter King. Buster Keaton from the Midnight Walker. IRS. Irwin R. Scheister from Robin Viggs. One of the great names in professional wrestling history. Who else? Steve McNair from Justin in Cincinnati. Great tribute there. Uh, Shooter Jennings, son of Waylon, from Jay. Uh, that's his answer. Rex Hudler tossed out by Ferg Dog. Uh, Pat Morita from Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan. Speed Racer, guessed by the Milkman in Colorado. Terrell Davis who turns 50 today from the late-night drug tester, Alex Morgan of the San Diego Wave from Shane in Des Moines. Former Denver Nugget Robert Pack, guest by Shane in uh, in Des Moines. Uh, Who else do we have? Let's see. Page down, page down. Dante Callpepper, guest by Richard. Do you have an answer, Eddie? Please, do you have an answer?
8: Uh, Sure. Let's uh, go with former Ravens running back Ray
4: Rice. The rice is nice unless it's not. No. The correct answer, Eddie, is Jack Kemp back in 1960. 62 years ago.
3: It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree.
5: This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
3: The
9: Coupe Dalouf. Chandler Parsons appeared on TV Wednesday and he blasted Carl Anthony Towns for his critical comments about Anthony Edwards' diet. He called it super corny and not something a leader would do in public. Ben, is Parsons
4: right? See, if I'm a teammate of Carl Anthony Towns, I would be pissed. But as a talk show host, I fully endorse him airing all of the dirty laundry. It's a wonderful mitzvah when you do this for a living. Anthony Edwards is 21 years old. He can eat as much Popeye's fried chicken as he wants. It's not going to affect him. And when he gets older, it's a problem, but not now. And these things are usually handled in-house only after you've attempted to, uh, to have these conversations privately to go public. But I have no problem with it. It's great. Made for good radio. Next!
9: Kurt Warner did an interview earlier this week and shared his thoughts on Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady's struggles this season. He essentially suggested it's time for them to walk away. Uh, now, Ben, Aaron Rodgers said he plans to play in 2023, but do you think the frustrations of this season could change his
4: mind? You know what will change his mind to keep playing? The $59 million he's going to get in 2023. And the $49 million he's going to get in 2024. There's no way he retires. There's no way. He's been waiting for this ridiculous contract. He's got it. Play out the contract. Now, maybe he'll try to get a trade somewhere. But other than that, he's going to play in the NFL with one team or another. Next! Steve Kerr revealed to the media earlier
9: this week that Klay Thompson is frustrated with his minutes restrictions. Ben, do you subscribe to the idea that a cap on your minutes could limit a player's ability to find a rhythm?
4: Hey, the cap on the minutes is one of the dumbest things and many dumb things the NBA does. You're either ready to play in an NBA game or you're not ready. The idea that a certain number of minutes your body's going to fall apart is ridiculous. It's like either you're pregnant or you're not pregnant. It is beyond ridiculous. Or a the pitch NBA, count. The NBA has been hijacked by this, this nonsense. How did we do? You passed this edition. That is a winner. Put it on the board. <laughs> Minute
3: restrictions.
4: My ass. Pitch count.
3: Oh the pitch count that's that's right the pitch count <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
7: Let's go places. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony Delasandra.
9: Billie's vocals. It was automatic art.
1: You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like...